You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Right, here we go again, podcast number two of the week. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to last uh, because it actually is difficult trying to line up two guests in one week. That's what I'm coming to find out. But it, when I can, if I can, I'm going to put them out as, uh, as much as possible. But uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Dan Johnson. I am your host for this glorious show where we get to talk about bow hunting gear. Now, today, we are going to be talking with Chris Hood of Predator Camo, and he's going to f- uh, basically fill us in on what we've been missing. And, uh, you know, Predator is one of those companies that there are guys out there who absolutely love their stuff. They're real hardcore about it. And uh, maybe Chris will give you some information today about uh, why you need to, to give uh, Predator a second look. But real quick side note, kind of uh, um, in regards to the Huntera and the Nose Jammer giveaways that I dropped the ball on and uh, didn't make a post on Facebook. I just made a post, and uh, I want to congratulate Judd from Nebraska for winning the Huntera map and uh, that combo pack, and Dan from Wisconsin for the uh, Nose Jammer Pro Pack. I'm not even going to begin to uh, pronounce their last names, but uh, I've contacted those guys, and uh, they are the winners. Um, Also, make sure you listen all the way through because Predator is going to be giving away a pretty cool prize uh, for this giveaway, this week's giveaway. And um, I guess that's me done talking. That's me done talking. I can't even talk English. Anyway, let's get to the interview with Chris Hood of Predator. All right, on the phone with me now is Chris Hood of Predator Camo. How's it going today, Chris? Good, good, man. Good, good. So uh, how has your season been this far? I know you make a trip to Kansas, and uh, you went out west for some elk. Fill us in. Uh, yeah, it's been, been a, actually a really good season for me. Um, I had a uh, um, New Mexico elk tag followed up with a New Mexico Ibex tag. And then a couple of different whitetail hunts. Um, the elk, the elk hunt was uh, in a unit that I had hunted um, a couple of years prior um, and did not have success. Uh, seen some really, really good bulls. Uh, just wasn't able to close the deal. I uh, got lucky and drew the tag again. And uh, this time I decided to go back and, and I hunted it um, with a buddy um, who had never been on an elk hunt before, and I wanted him to kind of get the experience and kind of get catch the bug so to speak and um 
we had some good encounters and whatnot, but uh, never never could close the deal with him, and he had to fly back out for work. So I dropped him off at the airport, actually, and then went back in that night, and that's the night I killed a bull. Um, it was a nice bull, probably 315 range, something like that. But uh, to do it solo um, was a pretty cool thing, and, you know, you know, killed him about last light, and by the time I got back to the camp with the last load, it was about 3.30 in the morning, so pretty long, <laughs> pretty long, pretty long night. Yeah, then after uh, after New Mexico, we, we um, I went up to Colorado and jumped in on a hunt with my brother. Uh, he had a, you know, over-the-counter in Colorado where he lives, and he's got a couple of good spots up there, and, you know, we, we actually got on some pretty nice bulls, um, you know, really, really close. And he ended up um, the morning we we killed was second to last morning, running out of time. Um, we had a 350, 360 out at about 100 yards, but a smaller satellite um, came in, um, responded to the calls and came in. So he ended up he opted to take to take that and fill the freezer since it's been a couple of years since he killed killed the bull out there. So um, so that was a pretty successful hunt. Um, and then from there, it was back down to New Mexico for the Ibex hunt. And uh, probably out of all the hunts this year, that was probably my most favorite hunt, even though I didn't fill a tag. And actually, the only tag I didn't fill this year. But uh, definitely the most challenging and hardest hunt I've ever been on. Um, the most deceptive mountain range I've ever been in. It's um, steeper and nastier than you think, and just the challenge of getting close to an ibex with a bow, um, close enough for a shot is um, what made it all worth it for me. It was probably one of the coolest ones I've ever been on. And I will definitely be putting in to draw that tag again um, in the near future. Hopefully I can can pull that tag again. Um, but uh, that was probably the coolest hunt. And then, uh, yeah, just on our home farm here in Wisconsin, we... Uh, we filled some tags. I shot. I shot a pretty nice deer, 150-inch um, ten-pointer, and then uh, finished off the season with a hunt in Kansas, which ended up being a spot and stock hunt. Uh, first ever whitetail I killed spot and stock, and that was a really cool hunt. Um, really, some other guys actually located the deer in the morning um, after they had shot shot one. Uh, with a crossbow, they called us and you know said there's a another really good deer in the area. You should should try and you know try and find him and you know if you can see if he's in a place to spot and stalk him. And so we uh, we went we went down and you know basically we're there for 10 minutes set up and uh, he popped up and you know showed off you know his location. So we were able to make a game plan and um, there were six of us. Two of us um, did the belly crawling and, you know, closed the deal on Everybody else got to sit back and watch the show through the, uh, the binoculars and spotting scopes. And it was a really, really cool hunt to, to have everybody be able to kind of take part in that. So Cool, cool. Well, this is a gear show. So what I want you to do now is go ahead and talk about what you do at Predator 
and give me a little bit of uh, company history, how you know how uh, Predator got started, and then what you do there as well. Okay, yeah, just a little history, a little history on the company. Um, the the company was started started by another guy, um, and my dad, and my uncle had been in the industry, you know, making tree stands prior to, and they made the connection um, prior to uh, you know getting involved and you know just trying to help him help him out because you know he was struggling as far as getting the company off the ground and and getting traction and whatnot so um, they actually came to a deal about two years later and um, my dad and my uncle bought the company and brought him on as a as an employee for a few years Um, after a couple years he had decided he wanted to go back out and do his own thing and and make some stuff some predator and wool and whatnot, so they, you know, wrote him a license and exclusively licensed him for do to do wool for the for the time. Um, so that's kind of how they um, became into Predator. They were doing both the tree stand company and Predator um, for up until about 2001, and then Predator became the main focus. So, um, so I've kind of grown up in the in the business and in the industry, um, just kind of. More recently, the last few years, really taking more of a you know role within the company, and and what I do particularly is is more of the marketing and branding of the company. Um, I help out with product, you know, product development and and stuff here, and give my input and stuff in that. But that's not uh, technically my expertise. I do more more of the marketing and branding uh, behind behind the company. So, gotcha, gotcha. Now, as far as as far as patterns are concerned, um, let's see here. You got brown deception, you got fall gray, you got spring green, you got 3D deception, and then you got green deception. And I'm looking, I'm pulling this off the website. Let's let's get a little background on maybe each pattern and then what they're best used for. Uh, yeah. So so the green patterns obviously are you know. They're better served in the, you know, spring or late summer, early fall when you still got a lot of green tones in, in the in in nature and whatnot before the leaves start changing color or falling off. Um, the green deception pattern is is hugely popular out in the northwest in areas like Washington and Oregon. Um, spring green is one of my personal favorites. Um, I just well, I just love the way the, the pattern looks, the breakup and, and the tone the tone ranges and um so those those are, you know, earlier season patterns. Um and then as the leaves start to change, uh, we kinda get into our more in our, you know, brown deception and in three D. Um, those patterns begin to, to work really well as, as the, the leaves change and fall off. Or even as a, a western hunter when you're hunting on the ground. Um, brown deception is a great pattern for um, anything when you get further away at distance it really helps break up your outline um, 3D um, looks really great in hunting above timberline when you get into areas where there's rock slides and you know stuff like that um, 3D also looks really good um, when the leaves are um, starting to fall and then um, a lot of the diehard predator guys, their favorite is fall gray. For and where that really shines is late season when 
the um, leaves are completely off the trees. You need as much breakup as possible. Um, you need to be able to get away, you know, with not much movement, but you need to be able to, you know, be able to reach over and grab your bow and, you know, get that shot off. So, gotcha. Now, what is open pattern technology? Um, open pattern technology is just kind of the basis um, of what our, all of our patterns have been built on, and um, it's not, it's not our patterns are never meant to blend in. They're always meant to help break up your outline. You know, it's not, uh, it's not about looking like a tree. It's about not looking like a human. So um, that's kind of the basis of what you know our patterns are all about, and it's, it's, it's large open blotches, contrasting colors. Um, throwing in different different um, shadows and layers and you know I think there's 13 different layers you know based on shadows and, and color tones and, and everything in the deception pattern so gotcha and then hello yep sir. okay um, and then uh, so what kind of I know, I know the the 3D deception is kind of uh, the newest pattern on the, I guess on on the market for you guys. But what kind of what kind of like science or research goes into creating a, a new pattern for you guys? Um, well, as far as I can't, I mean, I can't really speak as far as the older patterns go because I wasn't uh, involved in any of that. Um, the, the tra there was a transition I know from you know our old basic fall brown spring green and, and fall gray pattern to a little bit more updated with the uh, deception pattern but basically same basic principles are, are there with just added a little bit at the time with more detail and, and, and depth and um, a few more layers there um, and then a couple years ago I think it was about 2008-2009 uh, we I was kind of getting more involved with the company, and we we wanted to try and get more shelf appeal, more 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 appeal to people who don't don't necessarily understand Predator, and that's kind of where 3D was born. We wanted to use the deception pattern um, because it still offers the same great functionality of the deception and what Predator is about with the open pattern and the blotches and everything. But we wanted to incorporate some more, you know high-res, you know, images that look like look like a tree, look more like moss on a tree, look more like branches, um, blotches that, that look more like, you know, more texture and everything. So it could be offer that uh, shelf appeal for somebody who doesn't necessarily know the pattern, but hopefully that, you know, if they do like it from, from that perspective and they try wearing it and they actually understand and they see what happens with the, the advantage of learning the pattern that breaks up like the predator does. Gotcha. And I know that, you know, from talking to, you know, yourself and other people within, I guess, the camo game, um, shelf appeal is, is important for a company. Um, how, why is it important for, um, a company like Predator, and I know you kind you kind of mentioned it, but how important is it to make a product that, or how hard is it to make a product that actually works in the field as opposed to um, 
having it look good on a shelf for someone who who may not be as hardcore as you know the rest of the the rest of your customers yeah i mean that's that's the that's the difficult part right you know it's um you know it's what uh realtor mossy oak have done so well as is is the shelf appeal and 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 building building the brand brand of you know blending in and looking like a tree and and all that well um that's you know that's not where our camel shines our camel is all about the breakup but you know making sure you don't look like a person at you know 20 30 40 50 you know longer yards away you know so that's that's always been the tough thing and, and that's why our stuff doesn't sell great on on a, on a store rack um it's and it's it's more comes down to for us is is just education and and actually having guys who have used our stuff and try it and fall in love with it and recommend it to their friends and 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 hunting partners that they go out with you know so gotcha and i know that in the past i really don't know i'm going to say a couple years but i know it's been longer than that I've, i've seen a transition in predator and trying to get more into um, not just a cam- camo pattern, but actually uh, more of like a gear type sense that will make you comfortable in the tree stand. Can you can you talk on that a bit? Yeah, so um, just just kind of a natural transition. I mean, it was well, always a camo company, but we we'd always made our own had always made our own uh, gear. So, but it was all based on you know before. Styling was, you know, as big of an issue, and you know, just as technology kind of changed, and and gear and all that stuff kind of changed with it, um, it was just kind of a natural process for us to to try and get more technical and try and you know offer gear that we want to actually hunt in and stuff that serves a function for us as as bow hunters and um, and guys who are you know running out west and running up and down mountains or, or sitting in a tree into late, late December, early January, you know, trying to, trying to get gear that will keep us in the stand longer, that'll keep us out in the, in the, in the, in the mountains longer, um, drier, whatever that may be. Um, just a desire to try and, you know, get, you know, get as gear as we can possibly get. So that's, that's kind of where the transitions, um, taking place it's a slow process for us um, we don't have the huge budgets that uh, some of the bigger companies do so it's it's a slower process for us but it's it's slowly been coming along and uh, I'm even more excited about some of the products that we're going to be bringing out this year too so yeah I know that uh, you know right now the buzz from what I'm you know, from what the people are telling me is layers, you know, you got to have the right layers to, to walk in or whether you're, you're sitting, you know, walking to your tree stand, you get hot and sweaty. Then when you get up there, you're not moving and, and you try to stay warm. I know that there, there are certain companies out there that, that have that. And, and you mentioned, you know, they have these gigantic budgets and I have a, you know, and you mentioned that you are, you're going down that path. What, what's coming in the, um, I guess in the future so that, Predator can can truly be a one-stop shop for you know all your layers. Well, I mean, it just it just kind of you know as as the company grows and and we can do more consistent sales and and, and allow us to bring in um, the number of products that we'd like to bring in every year. I mean, we've got um, 
we've got a, a program, you know, of, of 30 or 40 new products that we've been looking at. Um, we're limited on based on what our budget is, what we can do. Um, that you know, we have to pick and choose which which ones fill fill the holes that we need filled right now, and um, and you know, that's kind of where we've been working towards. You know, we started with um, you know transitioning, and you know, some of the better products were the lighter weight stuff that we came out with first, and kind of added some different pieces and layers there, and. Um, so we're kind of building out the the system as we go, but it's um, it's still we're still adding some pieces and um, like kind of right now we're, one of the things we've been working on and we're excited about for next year is our is our new insulated stuff, which which is um, I'm incredibly impressed with. Um, I can't wait to actually we've got stuff showing up sample wise showing up here in the next few days to uh, get out and um, test and and shoot photos and stuff with for. Um, the next uh, couple weeks here in late season. So, is any of that stuff going to be ready, or at least a prototype, but for the ATA show? Yeah, we will have we will have a, um, a sample um, set of that at ATA. So, so how did that process start when you guys were going through the the transformation to to become more than just a camo pattern? Um, what, what's the thought process of how you, you know, reached the the, the product lineup that you currently have? Um, as far as just, um, you know, picking and choosing which ones, which products we're coming out with, and and which products we're working on for each year, or yeah, I mean, just I guess, I guess when you guys sit in a in a meeting and you say, okay, um, this is what I think we need, and then out pops the adrenaline jacket. Yeah, so it kind of it kind of based is based on uh, it's based on a lot of things. It's based on current inventory of, of products that we have in stock, um, where you know where we've pushed through numbers, um, you know. So it's kind of uh, you know as we're selling off of you know an older an older item, lightweight. You know, before it was a lot more of our stuff was lightweight. You know, cotton twill, pants and bottoms, well. You know, we wanted to transition that away, you know, kind of away from that a little bit to more performance-based stuff, and that was gave us an opportunity to kind of try and, you know, try and bring in the or to bring in the adrenaline line, um, both pant and bottom. So that's kind of a big part of what we're what we're able to do is based on you know our inventories and our numbers, and you know because we do you know work with factories that have minimums that we have to meet and you know because of that sometimes we're sitting with a couple years of our products so um just based on numbers and based on where our sales are that's kind of what we're what we're forced to deal with so gotcha is all is all of predator stuff uh where, where's predator stuff made at um it's it's all overseas uh washington oh we make some some hats and, and gators and accessories are made here in, here in the states but uh most everything is made overseas. Um, it's just um, in order to be competitive and to, to to play in the industry that we do, we, we, we have no choice. Gotcha. Now, when it comes to when it comes to a price point, um, where would you guys say are you? I know you're not at the low end. You know, you're, we're not going to find your stuff at Walmart. Um, so, whereabouts is your is the price point for Predator products compared to other similar products on the market? Um, 
as far as I mean, we want to be we want to be where we want Predator wants to be is is, the, is near the top end of the market. But as far as that's as far as performance and products go, um, we want to offer a very competitive price. So um, we want to be lower than the highest end prices in the market. So and. I think you're going to see that with some of our new garments we're coming out with, um, and kind of some of the stuff we have have come out with um, in, in the last year or two. So um, the new stuff is going to be incredibly, um, incredibly good as far as performance goes, but the price is going to be um, not exactly what you'd expect. Um, it's going to be probably higher, a little bit higher than our past products, but it's also performance-wise is going to be um, better than what we've offered before, so that's kind of that's kind of our goal is to offer the you know best gear we can performance-wise, but yet still at a price that's affordable for most people. Gotcha, gotcha. And then um, let's see here from from a I guess I'm gonna I want to break it down right now and talk about individual bow hunters and. Maybe what pattern? Because realistically, a guy can't a guy can't buy every pattern to to match every time of year, and that's just my personal opinion. Correct. So, from let's say we'll start out west for a western hunter. What product? And let's say you're hunting elk or you're hunting mule deer um, in a in a little bit of a higher elevation. What product? And then maybe maybe a specific garment or, or or set of garments, pants and tops would would be best for let's say your your western elk and mule deer hunter. Um, western elk and mule deer, um, you're going to be. It's a. I mean, it all, it's all going to depend, I guess, on on your location. I mean, if you're in Colorado and dark timber, or if you're, you know, if you're in Aspens, or depending on where you're at, it's you know kind of, you know, going to be specific to that, but. Um, regardless, I guess, and that's, you know, aspens, I guess, you know, you can get away with fall gray, you can get away with, you can get away with brown deception, um, dark timber, you know, your green deception would work, you know, it just depends on elk season, it's going to be probably more green than it is going to be, you know, you know, dark and fall gray, but, um, or, you know, if you're hunting mule deer above timberline or areas like that where you're going to be more rock shale, that's where like the 3D pattern looks really good. Gotcha. Uh, and then as far as product-wise goes, typically what I wear and kind of what um, most guys wear that you know we hunt with out west during the you know early early um, mule deer and elk season for archery is uh, typically we will wear the adrenaline, um, and then you know as temperature gets a little cooler, we'll layer up with uh, you know different base layers underneath. But that's really our go-to, you know, for out west. Now let's move east a little bit into, you know, somewhere like uh, South Dakota or uh, Nebraska, where you're not hunting in a tree stand, or you're you're going to be doing some spot and stalking, uh, but there's no there's no trees. Okay, so as we as we move more into that range, that's that's really where like our our, our patterns, like our our products, like our high plains. Um, shines. Uh, it's it offers some um, wind cutting ability. It's super quiet fabric. It's 
um, prep fabric that's got some stretch to it. So, you know, if you're crawling, if you're, you know, hiking or, you know, depending on what you're doing, you know, it's stuff that fabric that's going to move with you and not work against you. Um, it's going to have some, some moisture wicking abilities. Um, it's going to be um, somewhat resistant to your moisture, whether it be rain or snow, if you have, you know, area, situations where you get caught in those, those kind of conditions. Um, and then as far as patterns go, um, you know, it's more plainsy, more grassy. Um, that's kind of where more of the, the brown deception would really, really shine in that kind of situation. So. And then I know that, okay, we'll move further east now. We're talking the mid, your typical Midwest, even Eastern guy who is, you know, throughout the season, you're, you're going from your, you know, you know, some of these seasons start before October 1st, you know, up into September and they go all the way to January is, is there a pattern that you might recommend and maybe a garment that you might recommend for that entire season? Um, if you, if you had to pick one pattern for your entire season, um, is most likely going to be round exception. Um, it's just the most versatile um, pattern as far as breakup and, and um, the color and tones, and it works works and looks really good while there's still leaves leaves on and changing, and then as the leaves start to fall and whatnot, it still it still works really really well, and it's kind of what I've been wearing until you know late late season when there's nothing left, so that's when I switch to fall gray. But um, and as far as products go, it, it's that's a that's a tough. Um, tough way to go. What I, I like, I like the high plane suit a lot right now. Um, I have that, and I actually will layer with that um, underneath based on you know temperature range. It works, you know, you know, really, really good, you know, in that 50, 60 degree temperatures. But then, if you layer correctly and put some, you know, whether it be if you have some sort of insulation underneath. Um, whether it be a vest or a pair of pants um, or just your basic, you know, merino wool or wool bottoms, um, that's kind of where I would go to. Uh, the the new G2 suit has been a big favorite. It's a more athletic fit. Um, it's a it's a fleece garment as well that offers a lot of warmth for for what it is. Um, so I guess those are kind of the two go tos right now. Uh, and then as, as you know, this year with, um, as we start to get the new products in and stuff for next year, that, I think that'll change a little bit, but that's kind of where I would be at right now. Gotcha. Now let's say there's a guy, he's standing in uh, a retail store that sells your product or he's looking online and he's debating whether or not he should get, he should go with predator camo or he should go with another brand that he's been going with his entire life or, you know, he's a first time hunter and he wants to, you know, he's, he's looking for good quality camo, but he's, you know, he's been buying the, the Walmart brand his entire life and then just packing on layers underneath of it. What do you want to say to that guy to, to get him to, to buy predator? Um, it, it really comes down to for us is, um, I mean, once, once you try, once you try hunting in Predator, I mean, and you have those experiences with with whether it be whitetails or elk or, or whatever it may be, um, whitetails obviously is, is a very popular animal. Um, most everybody has them, you know, close close to home. And um, 
but it, once you have that experience with 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 an animal wearing predator and and they they look through you and not they don't see you they, you know they may have caught movement they may even have caught a little bit of scent and they're they're on alert and they know they know there's something but they can't you know they they can't make out what you are they can't pinpoint you know what you are I and mean, you don't they don't you don't look like a human so they're not they're not alarmed and they don't run away or or they may be on alert a little bit more but there's not they're not going to take off and it's still going to provide you that possibility of a, of a shot if it's you know if it's a buck or if it's a doe that you're hunting or whatever it may be but it's for us that's what it comes down to is is once you once you try it and you have that experience um wearing predator it's it's a big reason why the guys who wear predator you know are diehard diehard predator guys and love it because they know that what the the advantage that predator offers is is, is a secondary kind of security that if you do get busted, you know, reaching for your bow or or moving or whatever, and then you sit still, then you basically essentially disappear, and the animals have no idea that you're there anymore. Gotcha. Now, where where are you guys in any major retail stores? Can you point somebody? I guess de- not really depending on where they live. Anywhere really. What's is there a retail store that you might recommend or a, a place that you might recommend to, you know, so before purchasing they can go touch, feel, look at, you know, something that they're interested in? Yeah, so it's going to be – that's going to be a little bit tricky. Uh, it's going to be based on region um, and based on, you know, the chains themselves. We're, we're in Bass Pro. We're in some Shields. We're in some Cabela's. But it's going to be based on – that location as, as to how much they carry or and or if they carry it at all. So it's, um, it's tough to say, you know, exactly, you know, if the store next, you know, down the street is going to have predator or not. Um, the best thing to do is call and ask, um, if they, if they do, and if they don't, um, you know, just that way they, they know that people were calling and asking, you know, so that, that may get back to their managers and they may end up being able to carry more of it. So, Gotcha, and then uh, and we do have a dealer. We do have a dealer locator on our website too. So if if somebody can you know log on there and and check that out and see if there's anybody close by that offers the line that you can go in and and try on and check out. All right. Now I got a question from Facebook, and his name is Scott Clark here, and he's asking about he's basically asking about ground blinds. And if you know of any place that you, he can get a ground blind with Predator Camo on it, um, as of right now, um, I don't believe there there were any um, manufactured for this last year. But I know um, we're working with a guy, um, a new company that's going to be offering new blinds, um, and that will be um, that information will be out at ATA. So perfect. 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 Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk with us about Predator. Um, I guess other than the website, is there any place uh, that people should go for more information or, or to learn more about Predator? Uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, pay attention, you know, check us out on our, our Facebook page. We're, we're always on, on there sharing, sharing pictures and photos or, or even just, you know, answering questions. You know, if guys have questions about certain products or patterns or whatever, you know, feel free to shoot us a message on there or, you know, send us a picture or whatever it may be. 
um, we want to be connected to you guys, everybody out there who's who's uh, wearing our stuff and who who's interested in wearing our stuff. So, um, and then yeah, we're we're you know pretty active on Instagram as well, sharing a lot of pictures and stories um, on there. So, um, a couple places to pay attention and check us out. Cool. And then I, I guess there's one more question here um, in regards to sizing and how to properly, if you know, if I want to look online, uh, if I'm going to buy online from you guys and I don't really know what size to get, is there any particular uh, resource, you know, that I can make an accurate purchase or how easy it is, is it to switch if I order something that's too big or too small? Yeah. So um, our sizing is, our sizing chart's not standard. It's changed a little bit here and there, um, kind of with the transition of products and whatnot. We're trying to go to more of a, um, more of an athletic fit, more of a, um, more just more more fitting garments instead of the baggy, you know, cover cover big, you know, wide range of, of sizing. We're trying to get um, a little bit more custom as far as that goes. So there is going to be some pain process in that switching as we go forward and and trying to build that out. Um, so there could be times where you know one product is an extra large, it doesn't fit like another product, which is an extra large. So that that can be a bit of a pain issue. There is um, a sizing chart and um, information on that on the website that will kind of tell you which products will fit uh, more true to sizing, or which ones will run a little bit more athletic fit, or which ones run a little bit big. Um, and then kind of hopefully, you know, in the next couple of years as we get this transition, everything will be more consistent um, as far as sizing goes. And and then as far as ordering, if you order stuff and you have a sizing problem, you know, get a hold of us, you know, we'll send it back, we'll take it back and do an exchange, no problem there. So. Sounds good. Well, again, thanks for uh, taking time out of your day to uh, sit down and talk with us about Predator and the products and the lineup. And, um you know, once you, once you guys get all of your new products launched up and ready to go, we'll have to we'll have to talk again. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm excited for everybody to to get to see some of the stuff we've been working on, and, and um, it's 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 exciting. It's it's new stuff that's definitely gonna open eyeball eyeballs for Predator, and, and I think even some of the old guys who've been wearing Predator for a long time are gonna be excited about some of the new stuff too as well. So it's it's exciting time for us. Um, we're excited to to be able to share the new products finally and uh yeah it's been uh i will say for for the real heart the guys who are hardcore predator fans they will tell you and this, this is just from my observation if there are certain people out there who are hardcore predator camo guys and they they will rep your product till the grave that's 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 pretty cool and that's and that's and that's kind of what is about that's what predator is about i mean it's it's once that's and that's because once you have once you wear it and you have those situations and and you feel and you and you see what you get away with wearing predator it's it's you don't want to wear anything else to the woods because you you know if you do have that situation where you do get busted you know and the deer starts looking your way or whatever it may be and that's where you get away with that stuff and and you know that's that's all it takes is you you have that second layer of security of, of if you do move, I'm protected because I'm one predator. So, Gotcha. All right, man. Well, you have a good one, and we will talk again. Cool, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. 
And that is the end of our podcast with Chris Hood of Predator Camo today. And uh, as always, or I guess I shouldn't say as always because I don't know if every company is always going to agree to this, but um, I like to do a giveaway. And today's giveaway, Predator has offered to, I guess, donate a G2 suit, their new G2 suit. So um, you're going to get a jacket and you're going to get a... a pants, a pair of pants, uh, just by entering into this contest, uh, you share the Facebook page, you leave a comment, all the instructions, just like every, you know, just like every giveaway we do, it's going to be the exact same every time. And, uh, that, uh, that G2 suit comes in Brown deception, fall gray and, or 3d deception. And what'll happen is, uh, I'll pick the winner sometime late next week and I will go ahead and, the winner i'll just say hey what's your size and what camel pattern you want i'll relay that message back to uh predator and uh they'll ship it to you as soon as they can so uh good luck to everybody who enters and uh as always man make sure that you are uh, checking out the facebook page checking out the nine finger chronicles dot com blog and uh i always try to keep it loose and fresh and uh, try to get you guys the information that hardcore bow hunters uh, need and want. And uh, you know, check me out on Twitter. And check out uh, Instagram. And blah 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 blah. Wear your damn safety harness. <laughs> <laughs>